The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people from Upsitnik and Associates. Every day there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no obligation, communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. In a world where people are given the power of the internet and allowed to talk shit about movies, we're back for part two. But we couldn't find, who was it, the purple guy and the green guy last time? Oh, the purple crusader. Purple crusader and the green, and the green knight what? or the goat green, or whatever the, the hell it was. Goat. The green, the green goat. goat. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't find them this Weird. time. But yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I have been in touch, but he doesn't get back to me. I'm like still Zach. Patrick's here. Rob's yeah. here. Steve! Steve's, Steve's back! I'm here! Hey, Steve, Steve! From the Tombstone Hands! And too bad you don't see this, but he's got a gray shirt. Oh. <laughs> and the camera on it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember oh. the remember the story that all the good old urban myths of 70s rock that Rick Nielsen had his hat sewed on his head? You ever hear that one? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was one was about because he looked he looked like stuff. he looked like Satch from the Bowery exactly. Boys going wrong to begin with. But then he had <laughs> they had he had a hat and there was a rumor we used to hear because you would hear like Gene Simmons had a cow's tongue yeah, yeah, yeah. and all these oh other yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimi Hendrix just, had a hole drilled in his head so yeah, he could put yeah. acid in. That's where he wore yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the ones Stewart swallowed a lot of of stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Cheerios, Cheerios, and they had a pump his stomach yeah uh, but the thing was that we always there was a story that rick nielsen had that hat sewed to his head <laughs> and we always look we actually had a, we actually talked about bunny carlos a while back and how the dude played with cigarettes like that yeah it was amazing just amazing, amazing. it is it's completely off the top yeah <laughs> so what what is the topic today guys bunny carlos Bunny <laughs> a whole hour on it. Uh, uh, actually, it's something that, just to get it started, something Rob and I have discussed many a time. What is your guilty pleasure movie? Being that look at these characters. Being <laughs> that a movie where people would look at you and go, "Really?" Or a movie you could start at any point and watch it through the whole way. No matter, even if you own it, if it's on TV, you sit and watch oh, it. Oh, there's a bunch of those. <laughs> One of my top ones, Armageddon. Oh, yeah, that is a... I don't know why, but yeah. I can watch Armageddon all the time. Yeah. I have too many ways to go on this, but one of my things, and you know this well, you might know it well, I don't know if you know it, I have a thing a lot of times for some of these certain quintessential 80 movies, and I preach every year with the Oscars, I boycott the Oscars because Roadhouse should have swept. <laughs> it was the greatest movie ever. It was literally That's another one. It's deep. Know. It's got everything in it. And Terry Funk in it. It made me even question my question my sexuality because of Patrick Swayze. Which was, was a good thing. He was damn sexy. But Sam yeah. Elliott might have been even better, Wade Garrett. You wanna fight yeah, me, old cool. man? Well, I ain't gonna show you my dick. <laughs> 
Have you ever seen a, him without a mustache? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. It's the old, weird. old movies but, from the 70s. Right? But I could actually like go in terms of yeah, all those westerns. like the yeah, yeah. But for me, one of the things, too, is I really do have a thing. I told Pat this already for, like, indie relationship movies because I can relate to them <laughs> way too much. And, I mean, I have a thing for Greta Gerwig, Francis Ha, 500 Days of Summer, Trouble with Bliss. Yeah. Stuck between stations, all these yeah, kind just, of like these indie, like real sort of relationship movies that go wrong. <laughs> you're softy. Yeah, I am. Yeah, 500 Days of Summer reminded me of a lot of. Just, that for me, too was, much. it was just like, oh no, I did that. Oh no, I did that too. Oh, that's stuck mm. between all of it. See, I can relate too much Cream to it. So, so I am emo or hipster in a way I don't want to be. Nobody yeah. would ever expect that. Uh, I guess. <laughs> My Francis High watch all the time though Francis undateable. <laughs> My guilty pleasure movie. Uh, there's a I mean, there's a one movie I would say is my guilty pleasure movie. It's probably Buckaroo Banzai, but that's a cult <laughs> classic. I love uh, Buckaroo. John B. Bouquet. Yeah, of one one movie I could watch at any time, at any point, and watch all the way through. It has talk about a movie that has everything. It has everything. It has. It has aliens. It has rock and roll. It has uh, uh, neurosurgeons Lithgow. and test pilots <laughs> and John Lithgow playing the greatest character in the history Emilio of film. Lizardo. Emilio Lizardo. <laughs> ah, not Emilio Lizardo, however. Uh, he is John Warfin in the body of Emilio Lizardo. And I like That's the, plot. the important thing. I love the plot. John Warfin is the character. I love the plot, how what they do... Where they use the fake invasion of Mars to sneak on Earth. Yes. And then also Clancy Brown in a good role, not as a bad not guy. Not as a bad guy, as Rawhide. Oh, God, yeah. that's right. That was weird. And and, they, and it was, there was a, a movie that, that it started with you just assuming you know the crazy backstory of these people without having ever heard of them oh. before. He, everyone knows about Buckaroo Banzai, <laughs> neurosurgeon, test pilot, rock star. He's in his, you know, he stars in his own comic book. Uh, he's his, his band, the Hong Kong Cavaliers, who are rock With musicians and Jeff scientists. Jeff Goldblum too, remember? Jeff Goldblum was the newest member in New Jersey who was a, who was a surgeon. <laughs> Who dressed up like a cowboy for some reason? Yeah, the cowboy shirt. He just showed up dressed up like a cowboy. They're like, okay, get on the bus. Now, what I heard was that that was because I always thought they stole a little from like like a Doc Savage type thing with the gang of guys and everything. But what I heard when they said thing about him in the case of Mister Cigars in the World Crime League, they never planned on doing a sequel. That was just like a no. That job. was that was a, that was a tease they did. You know, n nobody ever, nobody, I mean, nobody ever planned on sequels. Sequels were kind of like, still like a kind of new thing. And it was more like a gag on, yeah. And, and I, I were reading something about that. They said that it really wasn't as influenced by movie serials than it seemed uh, but it was very strange. You're um, going to have me now. You ruined my day because all I'm going to do is go around John Big Booty. Now, could you possibly have a guilty pleasure movie? Spike Man. <laughs> Actually, yeah, besides that. <laughs> it's kind of recent. The singing cowboy movies of the 40s. <laughs> oh, yeah. I started watching them. Like, uh, Eddie Dean. Besides Roy and Gene Autry, there's this other cat, Eddie Dean. And they're fucking hilarious. They all the got these, these sidekick guys. <laughs> yeah. Al Fuzzy Knight. No teeth. His big 
<laughs> you remember the Three Musketeers? The three John Musketeers, Wayne? yeah. All that shit. But the, I never thought I'd like the ones where they actually break in the song every ten minutes. Have you seen Five Million Ways to Die in the West? Yes. Yeah. You know what? I still haven't seen that. I, I, I have I, a mustache. I, I, mustache. That that is yeah. Seth MacFarlane at his finest. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can get a big cast. Oh, yeah. Liam Neeson, the Irish cowboy, who said he would only do the movie if he could be the Irish cowboy. <laughs> well, his American accent is always so on point. Well, it's good. It started with when Seth MacFarlane made fun of him in that Family That's Guy clip. That's Robin Hood. Because it was, um, you know, it was Liam Neeson as a cowboy. Like, to hell with parliamentary procedure. Let's wrangle us up some cattles. <laughs> and somebody showed it to him, so they reached out and became friends. Oh, yeah. he's And he's like, He's like, do you want to do this cowboy movie? Only if I can do it in my Irish accent. <laughs> well, he did the one, you remind me, because yeah, your he's, shirt, he's the one silly. in Ted 2 where he gets the box at the grocery oh store. My, they say tricks are for kids. <laughs> I am clearly not a child. Am I breaking any sort of law? <laughs> did you, have you ever seen so Life Short? It was a Ricky Gervais series they did with Warwick Davis. Yeah, yeah. They have. Uh, well, I heard of it. I never watched yeah, it. It was one episode where, where Liam Neeson comes in to pitch a show, to pitch something to Ricky Gervais and Stephen oh, Merchant. Oh, I saw that clip. And it's all about, it's like, it's a comedy movie, but it's like, it's like no, I'm, it's, a, it's like a comedy about somebody who has AIDS. And it's oh, it's just like, he's trying. <laughs> it's so awful. And he just like, but that's the funny part. And he's like, no, this is... Yeah, but, yeah. And well, I remember John Cleese said that no, one yeah. time about the idea about can you make fun of anything? And they did the point from It's a Gift with W.C. Fields where they have the, the blind man who goes in the store. Yeah. I don't think they... <laughs> you could, but now you can't. <laughs> but yeah. I have one more, actually. Maybe, maybe one day again you can. I have more It'll guilty happen. pleasures than anybody. There's this movie from the 80s with Willem Dafoe and Gregory Hines called Off Limits. It's like this murder mystery in Vietnam that gets one star. Oh, I'm, I've seen that. And I love this. The, the best line ever is with Who Scott. Who was in it? Uh, Gregory Hines, okay. Willem Dafoe, and Scott Glenn, I and see, Fred I Ward. I think I remember And there's this, this thing where it's, they, they expect Scott Glenn, there's somebody doing these murders in Vietnam, and they're trying to investigate yeah. it. So they're on a helicopter. Hookers they're killing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've seen and it. And he goes, he goes I like to, I, I, my thing is, I like to spank him on the butt, but now I'm ruined. So if I did it, I will stay in the plane. If I didn't do it, I will jump. And he jumps out of the plane. <laughs> what? I, was that one that was on HBO a bunch? Because I, I, I would like be obsessed was... with it. Yeah, oh, and it's yeah. like everybody, it gets. You know how you stay. That's like, where guilty pleasure he, movies came from for our generation. Yeah. Is movies they show well, softcore porn and chin were yes. porn movies. Skinamax. <laughs> I'm talking during the day, though. During oh. the day, there would be you know, like super fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Oh, no, what was it? Look, dude's look, name? Yeah, Ron. Oh, it was Terrence. Super Cop, was it? Super it was Super Fuzz. No, it was oh, Super Fuzz with oh, Terrence Hill. Yeah. Terrence Hill, who was the Italian, the, the Italian spaghetti western star of all the uh, My Name Is Nobody oh, movies. Yeah. 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 Who was? Who was? Yeah, who was an Italian guy named Terrence Hill? Um, that seems right. Yeah. And he was he was the he was a cop who he had superpowers except when he saw the the, the color red he would lose his superpower. It was so bad. <laughs> I thought about Maniac Cop actually. Oh god, Maniac, Maniac Cop. cop. <laughs> that was an HBO one for me because I saw <laughs> that. I remember that was the first time I saw it was on HBO. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> And it's subsequent sequels. Well, all I remember, they stabbed him in the shower or something, and he comes back. 
Robert yeah. Zadar. Just a, yeah. yeah, Robert yeah. Zadar with the he, with the big jaw. He, he of the he giant that, um, jaw and the Tango and Cash reference to the giant jaw. And he had that that whatever uh, what's his face. Um, oh God, never mind. Keep going. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> Richard Keel and oh. Tony Robbins or Tony Tony Robbins. Well, Tony yeah Tony yeah, yeah Tony Robbins. Tony the, has the, that, that kind of giant. Yeah, because he has uh, acromegaly. Yeah, acro- yeah, that's what it is. Acromegaly. acromegaly. Yeah, which is why Tony Robbins is. Much bigger than you want to think he is. Yeah. I think he, what six, 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 seven or so. Plus, he's horrible. He's a horrible. Oh, he's human. a oh, horrible yes, monster of a human being. Yeah. Ugh. But one of the things you know, actually, when I came back from an internship in Washington, the first thing I did was we went to the theater and saw Tango and Cash. <laughs> That's <laughs> that another movie? good guilty pleasure. Oh, movie. I never really got was it that it. movie? Like, God, don't shoot the boss's rolls. <laughs> well, was that, that one, Tango and Cash or is that something else? Well, there was there was a thing in there. I couldn't help the story where I guess maybe. They did the shower scene, and I guess they had some double for Stallone who had a real hairy ass. Oh. So Kurt Russell said, "You got to get in here and get this guy." <laughs> and that's all I remember. <laughs> they and the cousin it references because they got anyway, Clint Howard. This is, this is my wife Slinky. Up, Slinky, up. I hope you two have a beautiful litter. <laughs> I love that movie, though. Oh, That's that another guilty pleasure. I don't think these are guilty pleasures because we all watch Well, we know them, they so. suck, though. <laughs> well, and, that's, and that's another thing they're I want to bring up. They're not normally considered good movies. Right. And that's another thing I wanted fair. to bring up. There is a distinction, a very good distinction, between good and entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Tango and Cash, not a good movie by standards. Entertaining as hell. Like, for yeah. me, Down Periscope. Down Periscope was actually very Down funny movie. Periscope I remember I saw that by hilarious. accident, and I I was gonna spring past it, but it just kept making me laugh. It was very funny. Uh, Stupid as well, hell. Made me made me think of Penn and Teller used to do these mar- these movie marathons on one of those stations, and Penn came up with movie arithmetic, and he was trying to compare that works of Meryl Streep to Ed Wood, and he was <laughs> saying how he saw Plan Nine like ten times or so. But then he did he did celebrity math and did things like. Chuck Berry plus Baylor, the ghost equals Keith Richards. <laughs> but, but I then, didn't see that. But then, he, but then he did one. He did Olivier minus Olivier equals Shatner. Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh, and about Shatner gets and gets, that show that he did that uh, that yeah he gets Shatnered on. And did you ever seen The Intruder of Shame, where he plays a white supremacist in the South? No. <laughs> and he goes, but his line is, and he. Is it you? And I'm going, what are you, Bill? Yeah, well, Bill. <laughs> You're a Canadian Jew. It's a Roger Corman movie from oh, the 60s. Oh, there's a fucking oh. shock. Roger Corman, man. Talk about, there's auteur, man. So many people started from, from Roger Corman. That's oh, true. Good idea. Jack Nicholson from Roger Corman. Yeah, the you know, you know. Was it the, what was his first one? The te- was the that terror. The, terror the Terror with terror. Boris Karloff? Yeah. yeah. He was in the original, uh, the original Little Shop of Horrors. One I'm looking oh, for man. is The Last Days of Man on Planet Earth. I remember it's a weird one that he did. It's like in a, it's not on video or anything. It's called The Last Days of Man on Planet Earth. Yeah. It's an unnecessarily long title. <laughs> the Last I Days think, of Man on Planet Earth, I by the way. I think if the, if the, if the title is unnecessarily long, it makes it better. Yeah. Remember that one Mystery Science Theater did? Yeah. is the incredibly strange mixed-up zombies that gave up living and decided to become mixed-up humans. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah. yeah a 75-minute long movie with a two-minute long yeah. title. Yeah. But that, that goes those, to those, an idea those. a little bit because you young folks here, but us. Hey. One of the things for us is you know, good old midnight movies and drive-ins and stuff. And that's when we saw a lot of this stuff. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Was, I was uh, telling, I have a friend who's in his early 30s, 
and I was like, you know, he was asking me about them, especially like concert films. And I was like, dude, we used to like bring in beer and everyone would smoke weed and, and like nobody gave a shit. Yeah, you were you were outside. They didn't there was care. No as long as you didn't throw the fucking bottles anywhere. Yeah, as long as you weren't being as long yeah. as you weren't being a nuisance. We had like the nineteen eighties and outdoors. Nobody it was cared. Stone Ridge Plaza we had I remember Food of the Gods playing at the drive in and when they had the monsters eating stuff, somebody threw popcorn at people, scared the hell out of everybody. <laughs> it's like ah, but then, just... with the midnight, like Stone Ridge Plaza used to have them when you go there, and they had concert yeah. films with Song yeah. Remains the Same, yep. The Wall. And Todd Mark. Pa- yep. Parasite, yeah. which is this 3D movie with Demi Moore starting out in the early 80s. Oh. Oh, I remember that. But somebody. Yeah. Before she was Demi. Yeah. yeah. But for the Nightmare on Elm Street film, somebody, they were counting back, somebody's trying to go to sleep. You know, five, four. Somebody had like an air horn and blew it off at one. <laughs> well, I meant when I went, I saw the, to keep with that, I saw the ring in the theaters. And at the very end, somebody had rigged it with their friends because they had seen it before to call their cell phone. Ah, uh, that's good. So okay, the movie good. ends, and every, the lights come up, and then ring, ring. I swear to God, a couple people ran out of the theater. Really? One that of was the, funny. One of the weirder incidents I ever had, a couple of them, for Star Trek II when they were at the con, my parents dropped us off at the theater. It sold out. So literally, there was a pizza place. We go there. We hear this story, and you guys are going to go, what is he talking about? It's my show. Screw you. Uh, <laughs> it's the, the, We're getting pizza. The owner of the pizza is talking about how he fell asleep, and a duck somehow got opened his zipper and got in there and bit his Johnson. At the theater. And we just wondered what the hell was going on. Uh, so we had so we go back to the show. We're at the con. People were crying in the aisles. Like for Spock. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Well, and okay. Yeah. And we've touched on this before. Back in those days with no internet, it was devastating when somebody, a big character in a movie died because yeah, you, didn't you didn't know you didn't if know. they were going to come back. Right. Yeah. Oh, when the, I saw the Cowboys with John Wayne yeah. as a little kid <laughs> and he died on screen. I fucking lost. Right, it. there were people that probably were apoplectic when oh, yeah. that happened. I think there's only a couple. Like the first hardcore Star Trek. There's only Sands of Iwo Jima, Wake of the Red Witch, and the Shootist. Probably that's it. Besides that one, right? And those first two, I didn't, I haven't, you know, I, I haven't encountered at that point. Uh, but, but. But yeah, then you look at dying the cowies, and I fucking hated Bruce Dern. <laughs> That's but, a, a lot of people who were big Western fans still to this day hate Bruce Dern for what he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got over uh, the, the, the wrestling Dern. announcer uh, Jim Ross. He said, "I fucking hated Bruce Dern for <laughs> what that what that poor guy what that but guy I had did." But I was talking. I was talking to my friend Trevor Lake in Austin really Lake. They just said that spam that was going around online. You know the message spam. Yeah. They got it too. And yeah. we were talking about who does it, and I was saying. Somebody's got no time on their hands. But I remember this one character, and I'll never forget this. We went to go see Empire Strikes Back. Some dude runs in the theater before it starts, yells, Darth is Luke's father, and runs out. Oh, the in, the origin of the spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it was, was the, the first spoiler. The first spoiler was born that day in that movie theater. Well, I, I remember when I was in high school, I went and saw Titanic because... Boat sank, dude. Well, no, I know that. <laughs> but, like, if you go, if it was one of those things, go and write up a thing about it, we'll give you extra credit points. Like, right. I can sleep through a three-hour movie. <laughs> I knew a little about the Titanic. We're waiting in line, and people are coming out, the boat sinks, the boat sinks, and the majority of us are like, you know, 
we know, but people are like, oh, way to ruin it. It's like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? That's what it's, well, it's, a, it's a boat that famously like, sank. Dude, Excellent. that is the most famous boat sinking in modern history. Exactly. <laughs> and already had movies. Actually, yeah. Dark Horse Comics did a story with Godzilla. It was a time travel story. And in it, Godzilla sunk the Titanic. <laughs> As he would. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the Daleks did, too. The Daleks killed. Oh, this is Mary Celeste, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it was Mary Celeste. So, I, I, like, movies were spoiled for me on the bus. Like, because I never saw, I never, my my family would never take me to movies, like, the first weekend that were out, because it would oh, be yeah. too busy. And then I learned about Darth Vader, right. his brother, and I learned everything that happened in Return of the Jedi on the bus. Uh, movies were just spoiled to me on the bus, and because everyone yeah. was talking about it. Yeah, and you couldn't avoid it. You couldn't yeah. avoid it, and it was just <laughs> so like, the oh, bus okay. was your water cooler. Exactly. Yeah, the bus yeah. Was a, yeah, the bus was the water yeah, cooler how many, for kids. How many goddamn movies and TV shows... We're ruined because oh, yeah. of people that just hey, couldn't help but this? talk blah, about blah, 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 blah. it. I'm like, okay. You it's also like, said I think you like the Friday the 13th films, don't you? So, yeah, the, the original <laughs> thing when you, you asked me, I said, um, probably my biggest my biggest guilty pleasure, if there's a series, it would be the Friday the 13th series. Um, they're all they're all bad um, <laughs> with di- in different ways. Um, and, and the first one, you know, is, is by no means a great film, but... It is a great example of an indie film because it was independently made, independently produced, uh, getting getting wide distribution, becoming a phenomenon. Um, it, it was, and it was, it was one of the you know early ripoffs of Halloween. Halloween was, Halloween was the blueprint for all those movies. But what's great about Friday the Thirteenth is Friday the Thirteenth, its lore. Gets so bananas and crazy <laughs> oh, yeah. that you know it, it, it. It's just it's it, it and and each movie has is a completely like different universe kind of unto itself. You don't know what timeline either. It's like right. it's no, like the they start the hilarious. timeline is funny. There's and not to not to there's a there's a there's a podcast that's just purely on that series. It's it's thirteen episodes. It's called In Voorhees We Trust, and uh, and they break down each and every movie and they they create they created this timeline where it, it spans like thirty five years. <laughs> And they're like, so so by part eight, the time it should be like 2010, based on like the first movie. But then he is in five space. Years, yeah, well, like, come on. Yes, and, that, and that one is that one is a completely yeah. There's what Jason X. He can't go from Manhattan in the 1980s to space in 50 years in two movies. I'll admit, and, and Jason one. takes Manhattan. Yeah, he is in Manhattan, which is Toronto, uh, for <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because they could not afford to shoot in the oh, city. Oh, that I actually they saw that at the theaters, minutes. and I'm like, that whole thing on the ship was yeah, so boring. The, the whole yeah. he's on a boat for for ninety percent of favorite, the movie. There's a couple like the lines with the crazy guy who's in the because to me it starts off it's almost like an urban legend, you know. Yeah. Guy. But the guy who's sort of in well, you know, some the one that got me my favorite one of the all the movies or the Jason lives. That's my favorite one because they had a sense of humor in it. Friday, the, yeah, Friday Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives is the first one I think that I really saw and watched all the way through, and that's where they, that's where they bring him back because he dies in Part Four, it's some the guy final hits, chapter. And yeah. then they have the kid, like the kid, yeah, little, it's a, little it's Tommy, uh, one Tommy. of the one of the uh, Corys. Yeah, Corys, Corey, Corey Feldman played him in Part Four. He kills Jason, and then in Part Six, he's grown up. He's been living in a mental institution. He gets out of the mental institution. Him and Arnold Horshack, Ron Palillo, <laughs> oh, not making the right. Horshack was in that. <laughs> in the very beginning. 
they drive to the cemetery where Jay, where 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 this serial killer, this legendary serial killer who had no living family, as far as anyone could tell, had a giant headstone and was buried. Oh, by the way, in part in part five, a new beginning, they talk about how he was cremated. So, anyways, that's it. Oh, so he's cremated guy. Not... <laughs> uh, and then and then they dig him up. And he's in the grave, and not only is he buried, but he's buried in the in the in the in the coveralls and the hot <laughs> in a coffin that somebody paid to bury him with a big tombstone. And there is there is non-canonical outside lore about Jason's yeah. father. And then I gotta make sure he's dead. Then I gotta make sure he's dead. Hit him with like a spear, like a metal yeah. thing. He gets struck pulls, by lightning. Yeah, he pulls a, <laughs> a, 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 a stake out of the a wrought iron fence and stabs him in it, and then he's, of course, struck by lightning, which brings him back to life because, <laughs> because of course, Frankenstein. And he immediately, like, rips Horsh- Horshack's heart out or something and throws him in And that. they do a James Bond thing there at the beginning where they show him coming. Yes, and that was in <laughs> Yeah, they do the James Bond <laughs> the, the James Bond walk with the crosshairs and, uh, that's and then they realize. have the scene there where there's the couple riding by and it's like, uh, I've always seen like people in a mask in the woods aren't probably good to pick up as hitchhikers. <laughs> they, they throw every single thing in that. That one is a classic. If you're going to watch one Friday the Thirteenth Friday the Thirteenth movie and get all the stuff, Part Six is probably the one to do it. That's great. One but, thing I was going to bring up because I know you. Saw <laughs> I could go on. Movie. I could go on. <laughs> Would you actually for you? Do you have any like slasher movies that are like a favorite or anything like that? Not really. No. I mean, they're all you know. They're all they're all it's they're, they're all, all like, equally yeah, extraordinary in their own way. Well put. I was gonna bring one up because I know you saw this week the latest Tarantino movie. What do you guys think of Tarantino? Um I think when he's when he's good, he's great, and when he's bad, he's awful. But that's me. I, a lot of people disagree with me. I think it. the last good movie he did was uh Pulp Fiction. Really? I Once love, it started uh, with Brown. The, one, well, I can't remember which came first. No, Pulp Fiction. Any of you Puffy know, one Brown. of the things I think, mm. I call him a kitchen sink guy in a way where he seems like he has all these influences he throws them in, and you find all these different things. And then I remember in Inglorious Bastards, I'm even thinking Ugh. he's a big fan of the 70s. Ugh. And when they're saying DeCoco, those are the characters from Blood Brothers, a movie with Richard Gere in yeah. the 70s. And Jackie Brown, he took that from Friends of Eddie Coyle, the yeah. name. Right, right. Well, that was it. That was, it was also a, That's a more, why I love also, Elmore Leonard Leonard novel, yeah, from Punt, Rum Rum Punch. Punch. and I feel like if Quentin Tarantino spent his entire career adapting those uh, Elmore Leonard like crime movies, oh, it would be amazing because there's like he, he did it so. But well. then he makes piles of shit like the Kill Bill movies. Go kill. Well, I remember the first thing I saw was was True Romance, which he did not direct, but he no. wrote. wrote. Yeah, a very good script. Slayer. It's a very good script. Yeah. Well, Gary Oldman is the guy who thinks oh, yeah. he's a Rasta. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think, I think the four of us it. are the only four people that weren't in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Brad Pitt playing Brad Pitt, in my opinion, because I've always figured yeah. Pitt is, in, is like, fuck, is this stoner dude there? <laughs> he he is suppo- he is purportedly a big stoner, but uh, he but looks like be, one. I'm sorry. But to be fair, um, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is is by far the best performance he has ever given in anything, and not that not that you know Brad Pitt isn't you know maybe the world's greatest actor, but he when he's good he's good. But he this the character he plays in this movie is so great. Leonardo, everyone is great in it. Everyone is, is say Margot Robbie sort of a little Margot Mar- Mar- well Sharon Tate's kind of a prop in that movie yeah. and and and, it, and, and, well. and she's there she's there to be 
a reminder of something that's going to happen uh, for you. But it's it's a waste of an actress, I think, of that caliber because she's very good. Well, I know a lot of people don't know history very well, and I I never knew till I saw Inglorious Bastards that Hitler got assassinated. Oh yeah, I mean um, because Quentin Tarantino really? is is so into historical accuracy. H- have you seen? Have either of you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I no, you, no. I'm not gonna spoil yeah, it. Yeah, don't spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. I have seen Once Upon a Time I in bet Mexico. You she gets once... murdered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a very good movie. Um, it, it's well done. It was. It's entirely too long, in my opinion. He There's does all, it all the it's, time. Oh, that's too long. I I I refuse to watch the Hateful Eight because I know what it is. It's oh, it's I'm, a bunch of I love it's a bunch it. of badasses sitting in a room yeah. talking, and I yeah. just don't. See, care. I don't mind it if it's yeah. if it's got a good script and good dialogue. I don't mind. Well, it's like I those have a good grind, attention span, It's like those grindhouse movies. Those were like fun when, though. Those when are, Kurt Russell oh, can't save a movie. That was another. You know, one. it's not worth it. He, it was another. He he was supposed to make a grindhouse movie, and it was all dialogue. I'm like, those movies aren't supposed to. Yeah, be it the was best, dialogue. One was all the girls now sitting in the diner. Who saw that at yeah. the theater? What I saw uh, at the theater. Okay, so you see grindhouse at yeah. the theater. Yeah. The thing that got me was the the Rob Zombie thing with Nicolas Cage is Fu Manchu, and he's <laughs> laughing, and his mustache is falling off. <laughs> the pr- the yeah, trailers, the, the trailers were the best were the part of the whole part. thing. Yeah. And that was the first time that I thought a Robert Rodriguez movie was better than a Quentin Tarantino well, Planet movie. Planet Terror was better. I was thought. better, but oh, Death was just yeah. like, and 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 it was no fault of any of the actors. The actors were all great. The actresses were all no. amazing, and the dialogue they, was fine. But it just they, that's not what the movie was supposed to be. Well, they put them in a bad situation. Yeah, and they and couldn't dig their way out of the I, hole. I loved how it ended. I loved them turning the tables on the guy, and I thought that but, was awesome. But it was just like it just but Jesus Christ, more stuff that, needed to happen. Yeah. Well, I finally watch. I sometimes when I watch Pulp Fiction, I find that I, I'll watch it a few times, and I finally put them in chronological order. Yeah, because I remember my friend Rob. We saw this was like in, I was talking to him, and he saw it first. He was freaked out by the thing with the gimp, and, <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, there's a scene in here," and it's like. Uh, <laughs> it has really weirded him out for like a yeah. long time. Don't go on the internet. Uh, <laughs> but I guess Sid Haig was going to play Marcellus Wallace, but he thought it was just going to be Sid had gotten out of acting for a while, and he thought it was going to be another one of these, and he, t- he says he regrets turning it down. Okay. Which is a shame, because he would have done good. Granted, but, uh, Ving Rhames did a good but job. But it made oh. Ving Rhames. I oh, mean, no, that yeah. really made Ving Rhames. We well, I, I always we think, I mean, it's acting, yes, but I always think, like, if somebody came up to you and said, like, you were going to play Ned Beatty's part in Deliverance, then you know you're going to hear this from people for the rest of your life. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but you know what that means? They went and saw it. Yeah, and that means your pay your bank account got padded. That's true. But there is a story behind that. I guess those two guys were Burt Reynolds' friends, and one of the guys kept going up to Ned Beatty and saying, "You know, I've always really wanted to try that." Just smiled at him. <laughs> uh, poor Ned. Yeah. No, poor but that Ned. was one of those movies too. But I mean, Tarantino and too, like Hateful Eight. Would you say you I really, liked, you liked yeah. it? But okay. I love westerns. Yeah, so. yeah but it, I mean that was my problem. I'm just yeah. I, I've never. Fan. I'm a big western guy. I've, I you know I I've, I liked I've liked some like but I like Real yeah, Bravo like, a lot. I'm a big Real Bravo fan. Oh, I love great love movie. Real Bravo. But what'd you think of Django Unchained then? I loved it too. I liked Django Unchained. It was okay. It was it was it was all right. You know, it, it was another one that that was, really you know, didn't twisted. It, yeah, it was I very messed up. Um, it's it's you know. I you know I don't you know I I, I think that um, I, I think that uh, that uh, Quentin Tarantino gets a gets a huge pass that other people don't get for some reason. 
um, for for the whole race thing. I think he does that in terms of shocking a little bit too. No, it, absolutely, it is. It's it like is. a shock because I mean, especially hateful eight, you hear they had every other word, yeah. pretty much. But yeah, and it's another, yeah, that's another, you know, it just. But um, the thing, the thing, the thing he does that, you know, they have of of he physically abused actors essentially, like Uma Thurman, and uh, you know, and and she has. You know who is. I read one of that his, article yeah. about that, and and that that kind of stuff. I I hate I hate, and I pro- I think I've talked about it on the podcast yeah, before yeah, about yeah. people getting like, but any 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 anyone who has to hurt someone either physically or emotionally yeah. to get a performance out of well, them. Well, there's a thing too, know, just the right character now, in terms James of uh, Jennifer Jason yeah. Lee. Every other minute, she's getting punched in the face, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, the she signed the, up for that. I think though. no, she's, but the physically abused thing—that—that's the you know the James Cameron the abyss thing when Ed Harris knocked him out. Yeah, James Cameron didn't fuck around with anybody on that movie <laughs> when Ed Harris put him in his place. Yeah, yeah, and that, which, that's part of Hollywood. Which is why always oh, which is why to this day you do not mention the abyss to Ed Harris. Yeah. <laughs> It's been, but it's yeah. It's like well, it's like the Me Too thing that was going on in Hollywood the whole time too. But it's still wrong, yeah. you know. It's, it doesn't excuse it. They excuse Ellen Burstyn having her back permanently disabled by William Friedkin from The Exorcist. It's like that's like there's no excuse for. That. I guess too, like in the Nightcomers, like Brando really abused the female star a lot. And well, he was Brando was. I, I my yeah. point on Brando, he might be I think the most talented actor ever, but as a human being, yeah, great actor. There's no doubt about it. Great actor. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah. But I think he's he's one of the actors. I always say, okay, a lot of actors, you could tell actors, I mean, you could tell they're acting. They might be good. Brando, you can't really tell. It looks like he's actually the person in the movie. Yeah, like. Outside of the movie, unfortunately, I've read yeah, enough like, about him. Yeah, exactly. Not. Like the whole oh. thing with the, the wonderful island of Dr. Moreau. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> the island of Dr. Moreau. When he played is... the big, fat, pale yeah. sperm whale that he became yeah. later in life. <laughs> That oh uh, there's a, oh god there's a movie about the making of that movie yeah did you ever I, see? I saw it yeah it is I amazing that movie can't got remember made. what it's called well, I remember <laughs> I never heard it's, well, like, it's, oh you have directors. to watch this one no, oh. no but original director the was think, fired halfway wasn't, through making didn't it didn't they blame I think freaking that, that, that he died of a heart attack soon after they blamed Val Kilmer and Brando yeah. <laughs> but like the director got fired halfway through it David and then they brought Thulis in another director had to switch who things with Val Kilmer because. I ridiculous. guess Kilmer came in and said, I don't want to do this part, so David Thewlis played his part. Yeah. And yeah. Let's talk about Val Kilmer. That's all <laughs> you was, need to say. It was it was too I like Willow. <laughs> well, I did too, but that doesn't mean he's not a dick. He yeah, he he's he was another guy who who it was like you had Brando and Val Kilmer in the same movie and, and <laughs> how it even got finished is, is that, amazing. That, that's the thing, like it literally was a miracle that movie got finished. Yeah. Well that was the horrible story I've told before where of course on South Park they have the Marlon Brando, Mr. Misfisto, or whatever. Yeah. And they did the one Nambla episode. Please don't look him Nambla. But No, they, do it. It was the uh but <laughs> then clear your search. But it turns out it's this thing. But the episode goes around. Cartman wants older friends. It goes online, and all these guys from Namla call. Oh, no. So, but what happens is there's an organization called the National Association the of Marlon Brando Lookalikes. Oh, so they no. chase. So they go and hunt these guys. Uh. <laughs> but then what happened was a friend of mine uh. didn't realize Namla was real and looked it up on his work computer. Oh no right. no 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 no. Yeah, and guess what, guys? Just, just in case you didn't know, deleting your search history. Doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah, but um, Brand, that's how. But Brando, I so thought who, was great. Who was the the guy from uh, the Who? 
that was researching the Countdowns. Yeah, sorry, Pete. It didn't work. Well, I mean, he got away with it. <laughs> what he said, oh, I, what yeah, he, he said now is he wanted yeah. to prove how easy to his son it was to look up this stuff. Ah. Oh, okay, Pete. Yeah. With sure. research. Sure. <laughs> sure, Pete. Not slander, because it happened. Let's you know another thing, too, going back like, to the Three Stooges and everything we talked about. They're in a oh, lot I of movies. Lost Pete Townsend as a listener. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, the Stooges? Stooges? They're in a lot of movies. It's regular movies. Yeah, like, isn't it Shep weird? Shep was in that W.C. Fields movie, Never <laughs> Give a Sucker, and... You but have you ever seen X the Unknown? <laughs> yeah, X the Unknown. There's no. a, a yeah. brief scene, Mo Howard as the cab driver who goes up to the place where they're doing the experiments to pick up a woman. That. And the woman's like, you didn't see anything. But lady, I'm, I'm here to pick you up. She hands me like a $5 bill. You didn't see anything. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> how, are you that, gonna, how are you just, just going to put Mo Howard in a movie and everybody's like, oh my God, it's Mo. Exactly. <laughs> and isn't that weird? When you see somebody... And you yeah. and you naturally assign you pull you right out of the movie. And naturally assign a specific role to them, like Mo, like Mo Three Stooges. Yeah, and then you well, see them in another movie, and it's really weird. Well, there's the famous. Well, that's Adam West. Yeah, yeah. And William yeah. Shatner. Well, there's the yeah. famous story about From Here to Eternity that. George Reeves was in, and they showed a testing thing, and everybody was laughing, making Superman comments, so they yeah. cut it out. You know, because that guy, that's a that's a poor guy. That's another guy. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, the, I think the first one for me, the first real weird crossover that I can remember was uh, Jamie Farr. Everybody thinks Mash, right? Yeah, but then you see him in a couple episodes of F Troop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, God, that's it's weird. Cause yeah. like, that's Klinger, but he's an Indian. And that's Klinger. pre-Klinger. Yeah, that's pre-Klinger and. Wow, this is super racist. Anyway. <laughs> oh, nothing's more than the character oh, Breakfast no. at Tiffany's, Mickey Rooney's character. That, yeah, that, that's t- <laughs> that is, I don't, yeah. And that, that that was one of those things that took a really long time for people to acknowledge. <laughs> a really long time. Oh, but, uh, well, you go back to a lot of like those serials we've talked about and everything before, and they have all those like evil Japanese characters. Obviously, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was, and there were, and there was, there was, you know, there were reasons for that. Once yeah. again, not excuses, but you, you, no, know, you had, no, you had political reasons for it, and, right. and, and wrestling capitalized on it too. It wasn't an excuse, no, but it was money. Right? Yeah, you know, it was, it, you yeah. know, coming out of World War II, if you wanted to sell tickets to a wrestling match. And watch the great American win. You put him up against a guy from any Asian country, and then, and then yeah. call him Japanese. Yeah, yeah. And, this, this and Japan did the exact same thing. They would bring Americans over, and the Japanese guy would vanquish the giant, ugly American. <laughs> and they had deals working between the U.S. and Japan. Well, they like, did. Like I guess they showed are awful. They oh, showed. The they showed first. Awful. They showed Rambo <laughs> in China or Russia, and they had these back as like Nazis and Japanese. They dubbed it somehow. <laughs> well, Ram- oh, Rambo! Was it Rambo Three or the Rambo? He's in Afghanistan. Yeah, helping. What's your thing? Did you helping ever... the Mujahideen and 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 the people who want to become oh, the Taliban? They are making right. another rock. Rocky movie. I hear he fights the Martians. Why? Rocky is 60 years old. There's no oxygen on Mars. There's no oxygen for him either. You can't fight the king of the Martians, Rock. (laughs) Guaranteed. Uh, Wait for it. Yeah, Rocky, you think you had any brain damage? I don't see any. Oh, this is like a question for this crowd. I yeah. should even ask. Do it. Have, have you ever you seen? Have you ever seen a movie where there's a scene, or you saw the plot, and just said, "Dude, this is too gross. This is bad." There's <laughs> probably. Well, there's only been, and I've seen some weird shit, 
Vulgar. I've, yeah, I've, I saw I've, that. Have you seen, a friend of mine have made you ever me seen watch that? that. It was what? Vulgar. No. I will give you three words that will sum up vulgar. Clown ass rape. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. I'll let you borrow my copy. It's I a, own. It's a it's a view askew film. It's a yeah. Kevin Smith produced film. Yeah, Kevin Smith produced it, but his friend Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson did it, directed it. Who who is Brian Johnson? Who is a great guy? Oh, fantastic! He's semi recent. No, well, no, it's like it's nice. That's recent. To I know. I, probably recent to you, yeah. but not recent. Well, we're talking guilty pleasure. I actually like Tusk. <laughs> oh, that T- Tusk with Johnny Depp as Guy. Who's Guy Lapointe? Guy Lapointe. Yeah, Guy Lapointe. I knew it was one of the Guys. Yeah. Tusk was um. Well, that's what you get when you make a movie based on a story you just told on a podcast. <laughs> well! <laughs> and bring it in around. Oh, well, shit, well, there goes okay, Carnival Randomness, the movie. Uh, <laughs> but no, there's only, that even be? Uh, oh, Christ. There's, there's been, I think, one or two occasions when I've almost thrown up at something in a movie. Bambi. No, Brian's song. <laughs> but no, actually, that's a, if you don't if you don't cry when you watch Brian's song, you need to go to a doctor. There, there are movies that are they're emotional blackmail movies. They're made to to elicit. Hurt. And Brian's uh, song is yeah, one that's one of there's a lot oh, of I them. I saw it when it was on TV. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! I broke down. Well, I was a little kid. Yeah, it was a TV but... movie originally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, um, but the one that almost got me dead alive, aka brain dead, the Peter Jackson movie. Yes. It wasn't the lawnmower scene. I was fine with the lawnmower yeah. scene. It wasn't the belching anus monster. Yeah, I know I was... what it is. It was a soup scene, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah, the goddamn yeah. soup scene. It was a soup scene. When the boil burst. And goes in the soup. And goes in the soup, <laughs> and then she eats the soup. And and it's like, and I never have butternut squash soup because I I, I had I had a butternut squash soup. It's the exact same that's color and consistency of the soup in that scene, and that's I like it, but it I can't eat it. Well, everybody, there's a scene, there's a famous scene. I'm surprised we haven't brought up, and I almost barfed at it. And I'm not the only one. I think a lot of people. I'm sure you know this one. Pink flamingo. That was uh, just yeah. oh yeah, God, yes, that was the other. And this one. was a legit yeah. piece of dog poop too. Yes, it yeah. comes it out. It didn't bother it, me at first because I comes thought out it was. And, he, and, then and then I saw a doc it. about then, it, and I was like, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. And then it was on. I was like, fuck. Yeah, but that was the, the other thing one. Happened. That was the other well, one. I met yeah. Yeah. John Waters. Did a Christmas. John Waters did a Christmas show here, and he was home. I saw it. I was here, and, and I had him sign the book afterwards. So I go up to him. And I had, unfortunately, had somebody in line who was like, well, I'm going to work with John. And it's talking to me the whole way. I'm going nuts. So I'm going up to John, and I'm saying, you know, one of the things that Pink Flamingos is that Cotton, Cotton, have you seen The Eggman? Just the sight of Edith Matthew. Matthew, like that. No, by the way, John just wrote a new book, Mr. Know-It-All, too. Ooh. But he, uh, it just weirded me out just seeing that. And he said, that bothered you? <laughs> That's the thing that bothered you? Not he Divine said, eating some freshly pooped dog poop? Because <laughs> can you remember that he said that when Divine him, everybody dies, they're going to be in a part in Baltimore called Disgraceland? <laughs> I'd go. I would, yeah, I would go, yeah. I think Baltimore itself is pretty much disgraceland. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But really that nice was like, because I think what was John Waters' line when, when that we all like almost puked with her or something divine? Yeah. <laughs> like America almost puked with yeah. her. That, yeah. I th- I'm trying to think Talk of about going, going the others. distance. I, I Nothing's going to top that. No, between the, the soup scene and the, the dog shit. 
Not yeah. much is going to beat that. I can't see if there was an outtake, because I can't see not, like, just freaking projectile barfing after yeah. doing that. Oh, no, what, something <laughs> like that, it's like, it's a one-shot deal. Yeah. You use whatever I give you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's like one of those. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that's just horrifying, that, though. Yeah. And if it was anyone else other than John Waters, it's just the thing. Just they would have like, been shot on been, sight. I, I don't know. It just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have had, it wouldn't have been culturally <laughs> relevant. Yeah, to use that. It is though. It, it, it's uh, it's 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 relevant to a certain time and place and style of filmmaking. <laughs> it's part of. I the doubt, I doubt that the Library of Congress is going to put it in there as having high cultural significance, but has cultural significance. Yeah, but not a yeah. lot. There's a lot of horrible stuff that has cultural significance. Oh yeah, but one thing I was going to mention yes. about you, you're a big fan of westerns, Steve. How do you feel like in the like now? Do they do them right ever anymore? Or you just like the old ones? I like the old. Well, I pretty much anything. I, I like Hell or High ones. Water. Which, I mean, that was one. That there's, was one there, yeah, there's still some good ones. But did you see the uh, uh, Coen Brothers True Grit? Yeah. Did you like that? Surprise! Well, I like the Coen Brothers. Yeah, I like yeah. it because usually any remake, I vomit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "How well, the fuck are you going to remake True Grit?" But John Wayne. They, they, they took they it a whole different. Yeah, spin, they did it. Which, they made it a Coen Brothers movie. Well, they they, yeah. they actually followed more of the book. Supposedly. Yeah, I, yeah. From, from what John I Wayne was like, you know, it was so, fun. yeah, it was John Wayne being John Wayne. And yeah, this will might throw you because somebody I watched it, and I liked it, and somebody said, "Well." Didn't you think it was offensive to the original? I, said, I have never seen a John Wayne movie in my life. <laughs> to this day, I still really? have never seen a John Wayne movie. Oh wow! I'm trying I, to think, really. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've, I know most of his movies. Yeah. I mean, he's John Wayne. He's a legend. He, he but played Genghis Khan. I yeah. Mean, but yeah. I, don't, I can't recall ever legitimately seeing a John. He Wayne played. Movie. Remember, he played the Roman centurion in the greatest story ever told. Truly, this man was the son of God. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, bit parts, but I've never seen one where he was, like, the star. Oh, Donovan's Reese, another one of my favorites. Oh, with Lee Marvin. Yeah, Lee yeah. Marvin. I love, I love Lee, Mar Lee, Lee Marvin. Marvin. Yeah. Didn't he sing in a, in a couple? Yeah, yeah, Paint Your Wagon. Paint Your Wagon. Paint your wagon. Paint your wagon. Yeah. There's a really Clint Eastwood, Eastwood sang, too. There's a really good Lee Marvin story you'll find amusing. I guess he went to study yeah, with, never Lee, saw it, but I know that. with Lee yeah. Strasberg. Yeah. And what happened was they had a scene where he was supposed to enact Dying of Gangrene. So he goes in there and he does nothing. Mm -hmm. And Strasburg says, you're not projecting for the audience. And remember, Marvin was a vet. He was a Marine. Right. He was in the hospital. And he said, when there's later stages of giving Gene Green, you're not going to feel anything. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the only reason everything I, is dead. The only reason I knew about Paint Your Wagon is because of The Simpsons. Because, <laughs> like... You know, because they ran to the westerns like paint your wagon red with blood, I bet. <laughs> and then they start singing. He's like, "Like, Dad, what the hell's going on?" It's like, "Don't worry, son. Here comes Lee Marvin. He's always drunk and angry." <laughs> well, I remember one of my favorites is the Professionals. Oh yeah, yeah. Burt yeah. Lancaster, Lee Marvin. Never seen the Professionals. We're, yeah, we're, we. Oh, but that was a great. I, I love Burt Lancaster. But the westerns, I Woody Strode. Yeah, I mean the westerns I've seen are like Jake Tombstone, is Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Tombstone, Unforgiven. I'm the, I'm the generational line here, aren't I? Yeah. Blazing yeah. Saddles. <laughs> oh, Blazing. Saddles. You know, interestingly, what the guy that sang the theme song, Mel Brooks never told him that it was a parody. <laughs> really? Like the guy that did the Blazing Saddles th song right. thought it was a legitimate. It, 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 it kind of yeah, it is. I mean, it's you know, it's there's no real silly lyrics to it. No, but I mean, like the movie itself is it's a western. It's a western, 
it's goddamn hysterical. Right. Yeah, it's it's the it's probably one of the best. The first been time, a bunch of parody westerns, but I the first time I ever saw it, it was on TNT, which is a you, know, you should never show a Mel Brooks movie <laughs> like that on TNT. <laughs> oh god, they, they, they bleeped I, out the fart yeah. scene. That, really? That's the, yeah. yeah, they no, were just they sitting there like, it out. They didn't just bleep it out. They just drop the sound entirely. Oh, yeah, and so but they god. leave the scene. The scene's in. there. And the, the scene's guys there, and they're just going like that. And then occasionally, and then and then Slim Pickens comes in and goes, oh, like, but it's. It's like, how about some more beans? I'd say you've had enough. And it's like, not what happened? It's just like, uh, just cut it. You could have just cut that. Yeah, you got to just cut the scene out. Well, I guess one of the sad parts in there is, I guess, Richard Pryor wants, because, you know, Richard Pryor wrote part of it. Yeah, yeah. Richard Pryor And I guess it. they thought he was too much of a risk, so they didn't have him Yeah, they, 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 he, he was supposed to play Bart, but the studio was, was not. What's on. this asshole going to think of next? We got to go back and get a whole shitload of dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in two Oh, Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Who has a brother, Easy Pickens? He does. <laughs> or did. I don't know if Easy's still alive, but I know Slim has since shed his mortal coil. That's uh, almost a crying moment when, when he gets killed in... Uh, Wild Pat Bunk? Garrett and Billy oh, the Pat Kid. Garrett. They play Knock on the Heaven's Door. Yeah, oh, that was a horrible that scene. That was one with Dylan, right? Bob Dylan was yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a great fuck. James Coburn, Chris yeah. Christopherson. Oh, wow, that's like all the badasses yeah, from that's the That's a great oh, movie. That's James a movie Coburn I can is... watch every fucking time. I see, see, there you go. On. We found it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, you know. imagine if you had like a version of The Expendables with those dudes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Charles Bronson, James Coburn, Lee Marvin. Jesus Christ. That's you ever see a, the that's best? That's a lot of testosterone. Yeah, one of the best. Testosterone and chewing tobacco. In there was a, there's a cartoon. You know the the comic shoe with the... Yeah. yeah so yeah, they, have the, oh, they yeah. have the character. They go, a Charles Bronson movie. They have him staring at somebody for four panels and punching the guy in the face in the fifth. <laughs> well, again, to go back to The Simpsons, they made that thing about... <laughs> yeah. Now we go back to a young Charles Bronson who filled in for Andy Griffith in the Andy Griffith show. Who wears all this? He's not in his cell. I shot him. <laughs> or the other the one. Death, Death Wish 90. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going down to oh, fix it shop. Did you, ever see, it did you ever see like the ones like the face of death when he's using radio-controlled cars and poisoning cannolis? Because oh. he's like 80 almost. Yeah. <laughs> he has to go from a distance. He's got like a bouncy ball that blows up. Oh, oh yeah, God. and then the wine bottles. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I'll yes. think from True Romance again, he thinks it's Charlie Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You've been just clocking me. He think you're Charlie Bronson. <laughs> Good old Charles Bronson. But I saw him in Yes, Virginia, There is a Santa Claus. He's Frank Church, the editor of the Baltimore Sun, whose wife died, and he's trying to redeem his humanity by writing about a thing to a little girl. And Richard Thomas from the Walters, Waltons plays a stereotype Irish policeman. <laughs> Move along. Nothing to see here. Go on home, folks. And then White Buffalo, which was, have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> White Buffalo. He's Wild Bill. Wild Bill Hickok, oh. and the guy from Star Trek, he was the Indian, wasn't he, I think? Which guy from Star Trek? The, the one, one of the characters, I think, was it? No, it wasn't Mark Lynn. It's a story about, it's, it's Sitting Bull, <laughs> have you ever seen this? It's Sitting Bull and Wild Bill Hickok obsessed with the white buffalo. Oh, okay. And they're both trying to kill it for different reasons. Oh, uh, okay. There was a point in the show where Zach and I were just Red like, Sun? nope, I don't, know. You ever see Red Sun? Oh yeah, with Bronson and his wife Jill Ireland. Well, she's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was him, Elaine Delon, and Toshiro Mifune. It was like the, this Whoa. international oh, cast. I, I know that. Name. I was gonna say I know that name. <laughs> know that yeah, name. he was the samurai, the great yeah. samurai Kurosawa's warrior of Kurosawa's, the, uh, Kurosawa's movies. 
Yeah. That was yeah. I've been trying movie. to catch that movie. Well, we've been doing this well, huge. Yeah. So we'll, we'll so throw we'll Steve. Probably be the first podcast ever to talk about Kurosawa movies. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I do love it properly. Kurosawa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got oh, we'll the box do one. set. We'll have the next talking shit. We'll talk about Kurosawa. Yeah, Kurosawa films. Oh, I have seen well, like two Oh, movies. I got into a huge fight with somebody because <laughs> they, they, they said that... Uh, Seven Samurai was based on Magnificent Seven. Oh, right. and I just yeah. don't no, bother. No, I love Ron yeah. too because if you would love Ron because it's King Lear. Yes, yeah, and I've that one has been. But we'll yeah. throw you for a loop to end this up a little because Steve and I have been talking stuff you don't know what we're talking about. What about Kevin Smith? What about Kevin? What do you Smith? like? What do you think of his stuff? I love Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith too. Um, it, Clark's he, is so goddamn funny. Yeah. To this day, yeah. Mallrats so goddamn funny. Yeah. And. I don't listen to many podcasts, but Fat Man on Batman. Well, who wants to yeah. listen to any podcast? Yeah. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Fat Man on Batman is goddamn hilarious. But oh, one of the things you might know this, Pat, they do Kevin Smith writes comic books. So what he oh, yeah, did he for did Clerks, have you ever read the Clerks comic where they show what happened at the funeral? For either his Caitlin Greer, where because you see them running out in the film, but they yeah, don't show what yeah. happened. They, yeah, because it was it was it, yeah it was it's it like was Jay supposed saw to be something in the casket. He yeah. went to grab it and dropped the casket over. Yeah, there was there, there was a, it was a scene that was supposed to be in the movie, but they couldn't shoot it. And uh, yeah, it's just they knocked the casket over. Now they're having Jay and Silent out. Bob reboot. Yep. Yeah, you sent me. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch it, and I'm I'll, probably going to watch it. it. I still, it's the okay. dumbest line. You just got beat up by a guy named Cockknocker. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you call him Cockknocker? Well, it's a long story. <laughs> but one of the things I still, I guess it's a dumb line. You know what I'm going to in that movie, the the guy who fucked the pie in the Dawson. It's the <laughs> Dawson. You actually watch that show? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, no, I love I. I like Mall Rats. I'm sorry, but that was me in the day. That's the I problem. Appreci- oh, yeah. I appreciate Kevin Smith because he is damn talented. Yes, yeah, and he know he knows he 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 knows. Did you? He's see not yoga? making high art. Did you I, see I yoga own hosers? yoga hosers. I still have not seen yoga hosers. No. Even it's a he film. Is kind of disavowed that movie. It's a film. Yeah. Um, I just wanted, you wanted to put, like, him and Johnny Depp wanted to have their daughter star in a No, movie. and the other yeah, thing exactly, about that is there would be something, really good friends, yeah. I, you know, there would be something we would write just for shits and giggles to have fun with. Well, I think that's what it was. It wasn't like, yeah, I mean, he made it movies he makes on his own, and they yeah. just do what they do. And, and supposed to have Moose Jaws about, like, a killer moose in Canada. Oh, yeah, I'm watching that. <laughs> but I, I will close with this. Yeah. It's not a Kevin Smith movie, but it could have been Zombievers. Yeah. <laughs> That was another one of those. Have you ever seen Zombievers? Not only that. I gotta get out more. Stay tuned. Stay tuned next week on Sci Fi or whenever this comes out because I don't even know what it is. Zombie Tidal Wave. Oh, God. (laughs) And this came from after Sharknado first came out. A friend of mine was talking to her son who was. I can't. When did Sharknado come out? A couple Mm. years. uh, Anyway, he was maybe. It was a moment in film history. He was maybe like seven or so. And I hear him in the background. He's like, what's next? Hatchet Tsunami? <laughs> <coughs> and it's like, I wonder what will be next. And finally, all these years later, zombie time. This is like a bunch of dudes in the 70s smoking weed and drinking. Dude, let's have a tornado with sharks in it. <laughs> yeah, except it was like eight years ago. It wasn't yeah. dudes but you guys want to come back soon? Do this yeah, again? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll talk about more movies that Zach and I have never seen. <laughs> <laughs> And they, it was coming this way. Too. I know, oh, I know. Exactly. We're, well, I we're, plus, we're, I had a thing you, Steve, showing here is like a thing of cult movies I had because I was showing Steve this thing of things like like Doctor Sex, Cinderella and the Golden Bra. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's some of these sayings you wanted, actually. You wanted the soundtrack. Steve wanted the soundtrack for Satan in High Heels. There's all these other ones here. They're just beyond. That's the cult movies. Cult movies. Actual grindhouse movies. Wanda from the, the 70s Sadistic Hypnotist. Are awesome. Ilsa She Wolf of the SS. Oh, yeah. Ilsa made a couple of movies. There was a few of them. There was Ilsa, quite a few was of the, the, the Wizard Sheiks. of Gore. Oh, here yep. you go. You want you want a long title? One shocking moment: the abnormal female maidens of Fleet Street. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so, but we'll do. Yeah, we'll go. Stay tuned. Way. But any any plugs? Yeah, for who's you plugging what? I got. Uh, I have nothing to plug except um, we're going to do more. We're going to do more. More D and D is coming. Um, so if you have, if you have endured that, uh, four yeah, hours it. of, uh, of YouTube video. And I, the Robin Williams show coming. I thought was a very big success. Uh, yes. The Heavy and Entertainment show is, I, was, I it was, was incredible. And the stunner, this is the stunner. I went around, I asked Katie Preston, Ben Morey, Josh Netsky, Sam Snyder, guys from Maybird. I asked all these dudes who were big music dudes. None of them knew who Robbie Williams was. That's, yeah, Josh that's was close. He said, was this that English guy from the eighties who used a different name? Nope. And these are very big music <laughs> yeah. people. None yeah, of them was, knew. That was Cliff Richards. <laughs> None of them knew. But that it was a very, very entertaining well, show. It's kind of the Cliff Richard of, like, the, the, the 21st century. century. Admittedly, yeah, your character 20, was a little bit... 20, 20. Your character was a little sketchy there, dude. <laughs> he had a heart. He had a heart. He wasn't just a creep. It was very enjoyable, and I think everybody enjoyed it in the audience. And I sat in the middle because I heard you picked on people, and nobody got me this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I, if I had known where you were, I would have aimed them right you, towards it's you. coming up for you, and you got your show that kicks yeah. ass every week on Thank the radio. You. Rock and Roll Rumble every Saturday, 1 to 3, WRFZ 106.3 in Rochester, freeradio.com. And next Sunday, we'll be playing our monthly Rock and Roll Brunch. The you got a tombstone hands. You have the Rosen crown. Excellent. That's great. Now we were going to end the show with a tombstone hands. And you're the DJ, and it's your band. It says Dennis couldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> what, are Sorry. We play, what are we playing? We we're gonna. Time? You could pick a track and just announce it, and we'll play it. I then. think for this show today, yeah. Batman theme. Okay. There you right. go. There we go. The Batman, the Batman theme. theme. Batman theme. That would fit perfect. Excellent. Think, so. so we're gonna have the tombstone hands with the Batman theme. And now, as we fade to black. Nah, that's that's too cheesy. <laughs> we're already anything they fade to black. Yeah, Holy to strawberries, black. Batman! We're in a jam. <laughs> and on that note, thank you and good night. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>